Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Tu. Welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Phil Two, and this is The Anchored Voice, a podcast helping men to anchor life. We want to thank you for joining in. Got a very special guest today. But before we go into that, I just want to thank you for joining us and also request that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV, McGuire ENTV. We'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel right now as we are going forward. Also, our podcast today is sponsored by McGuire Wear, Fashion Your Faith. We want you to go to McGuireENT.com uh, backslash McGuire Wear, and you can get your Christian apparel, okay? We got apparel like... Um, I will not fear. God is crazy about you. Um, prayed up. All right. And our new one coming out is everyone needs a new start. So check us out on McGuireENT.com backslash McGuireWare. All right, everybody. Listen, this subject today, the subject today is all about investments. And I'm going to bring on my man, my boy. Danny Patton. What's up, my brother? Hey, how you doing? How's everybody right. doing out there? Good, good, man. Glad right. you are on, man. Glad you're here. Of course, of course. Yeah, this is uh this is the first. This is the first podcast of um this new season. So this is our okay. third season of the anchored voice helping men to anchor life. So uh, yeah. We are starting up now. Most of you, uh, even after you view it here, you can also listen it. Listen to it on your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, the works. You can go there and listen to it. So, um, but today, 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 uh, we are talking about investing, like the 101 of investing. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'll be honest, man. I knew nothing about investing before I started, okay? I watched a couple of YouTube. I, I joined mm -hmm. uh a Facebook group, but I really knew nothing about investing. I had, you know, invested in some life insurance. I had done some IRA Roth, you know, yeah. but, but still didn't understand the nuances of investing in stocks. I kept hearing about Bitcoin. Uh, we, we hear about, you know, uh, mutual, uh, stocks, mutual funds, mutual funds, Mm -hmm. Right. You know, what is the you know, should you be aggressive? Should you not? So, listen, we want to help people right now. We want to help people anchor their life in finances. OK, now there are some people who have made a living out of investing. OK, some people don't even go to work. You know, Correct. their work is in front of the computer, buying stocks, selling stocks. And mm -hmm. it is crazy. So give give us the basics. Give us the basics of investing. Sure, sure. So um, let me just give you uh, some background on me. Um, yeah, I've been in the industry, financial services industry, for about eighteen years now. Um, went to Morgan State University, 
um, class of 2002, majored in international finance. Um, when I completed my education, I went back to New York where I'm from originally, and I worked on Wall Street a little bit. Um, didn't really like that. Um, it was too much of the of the hustle of uh, outside forces. I don't know if you ever seen movies like Wall Street and Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, absolutely. Um, work, absolutely. Working on Wall Street, that's exactly how it is. That's exactly how it is, especially wow. back in 2001, 2002. Um, I was a runner on the exchange. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Trading Places with Eddie yes. Murphy. Yes. Where you have the trading pit. I was in the yes. trading pit. Wow. So I would run the back and forth. Um, and that's how I got into the trading program um, with a company called Spear League and Kellogg, which was a uh, investing arm of Goldman Sachs. And everyone has pretty much heard of Goldman. They're like the the Golden State Warriors of an investment. Companies. That's right. That's, I'm going to be mad that <laughs> so, you didn't say the the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lakers. <laughs> no, but um, so I did that um for about a year, two years. And then I went back to Maryland and I worked for uh, T. Rowe Price, um, became a licensed broker with them. Um, and then I switched careers to focus on what they called structured finance. Um, structured finance is what you consider uh, mortgage-backed securities. So CMBS, MBS, um, ABS, which is asset-backed securities. Now this is primarily what brought the economy down back in the credit crisis, you know, the whole real estate debacle back in 2008 to around 2011, 2012. Um, I was actually the one selling those particular um, investments, particular derivatives and all that to the street. So yeah. anytime you have your mortgage, your mortgage will be sold. So people are, there are people making money off of you making your mortgage payments. And that's what I did. They called mortgage-backed securities. Um, so I did that for about 10 years. Um, and then I switched and went into project management, still on the, you know, financial services side, but I wanted to be, um, a problem solver instead of, uh, causing problems, so wow. to speak. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I do that till this day. I work for an investment firm, um, Morgan Stanley. Um, so I've been there for about five years now. Um, all in the fixed income space. So I pretty much work with the traders, work with the controllers to enhance their trading platforms and how they do business. Um, so I do that now. Um, so yeah, so that's just a, you know some background information on me, and you know hopefully I can you know provide some some good insight into investing one on one. Explain to me the whole Wall Street mm -hmm. thing. You say you were the runner. Um, yeah. You know, all right. So I, I always have been confused in the mo in the whole movie part. You know, they're shouting out, sell, buy, mm -hmm. and Correct. somebody's taking in. They're actually understanding everybody. Correct. Like, how are they understanding mm -hmm. everybody? How are you understanding what to do? There's, there's. Well, when I did it, everything now was computerized, so they don't have those type of runners in the pits. Everything is on a handheld <laughs> device. So right. all your all your trades, all the, the the tickets, your buy orders, your sell orders are all on an electronic device. Wow. Um, those that's what we consider high frequency traders wow. and high frequency computers. 
Um, so back in 2000 to 2002, we were literally the ones running those orders that you would see the slips running it into the pits to where you would have the market makers. The market makers are the ones basically setting the business up saying, hey, we're gonna buy 500 of XYZ at this price. And then you see the tickers and you see everything going buying and selling, buying and selling constant. Right. And it's, there's different roles. So you have your commodities traders, you have your option traders, you have your equity traders. The equity traders are the ones that are doing the stocks. Yeah. Um, and then you have your option trading, which is based out of um, Chicago. Um, you have the New York Stock Exchange, which obviously is in New York. You have the American Stock Exchange as well. Um, you know, you have your NASDAQ, which is about 30 stocks traded on the NASDAQ. Um, and then, you know, obviously your New York Stock Exchange, where you see all the, the running and the hustle and the bustle when you watch um, CNN Money or, you know, listening to those type of podcasts and everything like that. Um, so it is literally what you see in the movies. Um, wow. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie like Too Big to Fail or Big Short. Um, obviously, Wall Street, Wall Street Part Two. Um, that was very particular to me because that dealt with what I do on a day to day bit on a day to day basis. Um, you know, they were doing the whole thing called credit default swaps, where you're making money off of people getting into debt, <laughs> so you're investing in toxic debt, um, and that's what kind of brought the economy down as well. Because when you get called on that, and when I mean by call you have to pay your creditors, but it's all at once. So everything can fall into place all at once. And that's what happened. So when the housing prices fell, it's a trickle down because everything is invested in that particular vehicle. And then as you can see, you see what happens. That's why a lot of people um, you know, were getting into houses that they really couldn't afford because the loan officers didn't care. All they cared about was the spread and their return. So they wow. were putting people in houses that they couldn't afford. Right. Um, and then you have people making money off of that. Um, so those are considered residential mortgage-backed securities. And then you have your commercial, which is commercial property. So right. the same thing happened on the commercial space. And then you also have your asset-backed securities. Asset-backed is any type of asset class, car loans, student loans. You have uh, traders and investors making money off of that. So you're making your student loan payments as people making money off of that. Making your mm -hmm. car loans, there's people making money off of that. Right. And even when so, you have money in the bank, in your savings, there are people making money off of you just correct. having money in the bank. Correct. Yeah. The main, I mean, banks make money off of uh, their fees. So it's not just of them holding your money. They're making money off of the fees and other, you know, products and services that they offer. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And then that's why, you know, a lot of bank stocks are still stagnant to this day in terms of their volatility because you know it's based on what they can you know do from next year to the five year to the 10 year so um yeah um but yeah back you know to investing 101 it all depends on what your style is so if someone that's brand new doesn't know anything about investing yes you know just trying to learn the basics the best thing to do is to start investing in what we call mutual funds. Mm. Mutual fund is basically you have, let's say you own a house, right? That's the mutual fund. What's in the house is your underlying securities. Okay. So like, let's say 
your, you know, furniture, TV, all that. That's your underlying securities within your house. So your house is the mutual fund. You have your underlying securities within that place, within that particular um, security. So when we look at mutual funds that are offered by like T. Rowe Price or by Fidelity, you, you're investing in that mutual fund, but then you're also investing in the underlying securities within that mutual fund. Okay. So let's you're looking at a growth mutual fund. So a growth mutual fund, you have growth stocks within that particular um, mutual fund. So mm-hmm. growth stocks are like, you know, like Microsoft, you know, things that you know, name brand, uh, right. Netflix, right. all that are considered growth stocks because they've been around, they have good financial performance, their returns are good. So those are all in one mutual fund. You just have to decide which one you want to get into. Because they're not, uh, mutual funds are not as volatile as a stock would be. So, you know, you see the stock price change every second. It's volatile, it's liquid, it's always constantly moving. A mutual right. fund is what we call the net asset value, your share price. So it's okay. always as of the prior day. Wow. So ABC mutual fund is $30 as of yesterday. So it's not, it doesn't move every single second of the day mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. based on the underlying securities underneath that particular mutual so fund. So that's kind of a low risk investment. That's correct. Correct. Now there are some risky mutual funds. I mean, you have your mutual funds that invest, that invest in foreign stocks or invest in oil. Oil is very volatile, very liquid, as you can see with the gas prices and everything like that. So... You know, it all depends on what your threshold is and what mm-hmm. you're willing to give up per se. So if you have an extra, you know, that's why actually, let me piggyback that. So that's why in, within your 401ks, it's always mutual funds. So you have like your um, your retirement dated funds. So right. those, are the re- those are the funds that have like, retire- like retirement 2035, 2045. That's based on the year that you're going to retire. So it changes, the volatility changes um, by the time you get to when you retire. So right now, if you're in one of those retirement dated funds, it's more riskier because you have time to make up that money if there's any type of loss. So it's always good to diversify by having one of those retirement funds and then having some you know, riskier funds because the returns are greater. Right. Mutual funds are based on returns. So 15 percent, 16 percent, 18 percent, depending on the mutual fund. Um, And then, you know, obviously you have your CDs, which is pretty much what you put in is what you get back out. A lot of, you know, older people invest in CDs, which are certificate of deposits. It's similar to a savings account because it's based on the yield. Savings accounts have one, two percent yields. So you're not really getting anything once you cash in that CD. Um, mm, okay. So, yeah. So, you know, you buy a, yeah, that's critical CD to for, know. <laughs> yeah. That's so you buy to a, know. yeah, you buy a $2,000, you know, CD, you know, five year CD, that's what you're going to get back. You're going to get back in principle and maybe make a small return off of it because it's based on the yield. Um, but that's something that's, you know, that's very, very low risk, but you're not really investing anything, which is all, which is why I say get into mutual funds to start out with, which is why a lot of 401ks, IRAs are based on mutual funds. 
And then you have your actual investing into securities, so individual stocks. Um, that's a very loaded question on where to start and where to begin because it's, it's <laughs> well, based on. <laughs> well, guess what, everybody? As we are live, you can feel free to turn in your questions. If you have any questions, yes, put it in the chat room. We'll answer it. But we're giving the basics of financial planning, the basics Correct. of investments. Correct. Correct. So with, with individual stocks, you can open up a retirement account. So you can even have a IRA, which IRA is an individual retirement account. You can right. have a brokerage IRA. So you can trade stocks within your retirement account. Wow. So whatever company that you deal with. So if you have um, TD Ameritrade, where you have your IRAs or Fidelity, T. Will Price, Morgan Stanley, you know, you can trade individual stocks within that particular IRA, which is a retirement account. What? Yeah. So it's called a brokerage IRA. Yeah. And then you can, you know, buy, you know, now <laughs> with stocks, remember the basic principle that you start out with is buy low, sell high. You buy a stock at $5, you want to sell it above $5. Right. So if a stock goes to, you buy a stock for $5 and it goes to $10. For example, you buy 100, sta 100 shares of ABC stock at $5, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then you see that it's now trading at $8 and you bought it at a hundred dollars, you know, that's $500. You sell it at $800. You just made a $300 profit. Okay. Now I get that. Mm -hmm. Now <laughs> here's the thing. You buy a great stock, right? You know, some mm -hmm. stocks are like, they rise, but some kinds stay steady, they don't rise yeah. too much above, mm -hmm. but you know, when do you, do you sell high? All right. You sell high. Do mm -hmm. you ever look back and buy that same stock again? Do you kind of wait till it goes back down again? Um, are there stocks where you should just like maintain it? Um, yeah. So there are the stocks that there? you can maintain. Yeah. So you can maintain that. Um, it all depends on what you're trying to do. So you can take that profit. And you can either buy more stock, but remember, if you're taking that profit and you're buying the same stock, you're buying it at that price. So it's not, you're not gaining anything. It's a wash. So you want to take that and possibly buy another security at a low price and then build your portfolio there. So you're taking your gains and you're buying another security at a lower price. And you, hopefully the price will rise. And then, but you always keep in what, let's say you keep in your principal in that particular stock, unless it's tanking, unless it's just dropping. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, I've it, had some failures with this. So this is great information. Now, what happens? You buy a stock mm -hmm. that you think is low. Like, you know, you get information from friends, from uh, sites. Mm -hmm. Hey, buy this, buy this, and you buy this stock, and it never mm -hmm. rises. As a matter of fact, it drops below, mm -hmm. below, and it never rises above what you bought it for. When do you sell that stock and just call it a, a wash? Um, you can do that if you have that gut feeling in you, like, okay, I've held this stock for three months now, six months now, and 
I'm not making any money off of it, then common sense is telling you to get out of that stock. Mm-hmm. You're not, it's not making you any money. You can be in something else. Now, the upside of having a stock and it's not going anywhere or you're losing money is that you're taking a loss, but then taxes, when it comes to tax season, you can write off some of those losses. All right, did y'all hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that? You can write off some of those losses, okay? So when you take a loss, it's still not a loss. Correct, correct. Now, the upside, or the well, yeah, the upside is that if your stock is making money and you're making a killing off of that, that's called your capital gains tax. So you have to pay taxes on the gains that you're making. So, and that's based on your marginal tax rate. So whatever your tax rate is, you're paying taxes on that, which is why you see in the news, um, a lot of high net worth investors, they always complain about the capital gains tax. They always, you know, there's everything happening with capital gains. I don't want to pay capital gains tax. So what they do is they try to minimize or hedge their, their taxes by getting to what we call AMT, um, which is some funds are subject to AMT, which is called the alternative minimum tax. We've got a question here. Okay, so Elon, he sold, yeah, so what he did is he owed money. (laughs) He owed the IRS billions of dollars. So what he did, instead of using his own money that's in his account, is he sold options within Elon, I mean, excuse me, within Tesla. So he sold he had stock options. So he sold six billion worth of stock stock options. So technically he's still making out, but that's what he did in order to pay, you know, his his back taxes. Um normally with us, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be caught in that type of situation. Because there's no way we would, you know, say, hey, we're gonna pay our taxes. Within Anything else that's going on, we're going to pay our taxes. We don't want to get hit a year, two years from now. We're going to pay our taxes. That's right. So that's that's what happened with Elon. Wow. Good wow. good question. Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, I, I'm going to share a shameful confession here. I had GameStop, GameStop for a while, and it was failing. It was, I, mean, I was yeah, like, where's this thing going? Like, yeah. and I bought it early, you know, in the pandemic. You know, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, ha, ah, this thing is just hanging on by a thread. Sold it, and yeah. within like a month or so, bing. Yeah. See, with uh, and that's that can get very challenging because it's not based on your knowledge or you doing your research. That right there is pure market speculation. What what happened to GameStop? What happened to AMC? And all that yes. is the everyone has heard of Redfin and, and all the and the, the different social platforms that yes. were yeah. So during the pandemic, there were a lot of people on those or Reddit. They were on those type of yes. web social platforms, and they were mm-hmm. tired and they were of others. yes, and they were tired of what they call the short sellers making money off of a of a stock price dropping. So what they did is they pulled their money together and started buying random stocks. They literally just chose which stocks to do, AMC right. and GameStop. And you see how the prices went up because they were beating the short sellers. Yes. They were beating the, the, the firms, the, 
the, you know, the hedge funds and all that, because they were shorting that particular stock. And what I mean yeah. by shorting is that they wanted the stock price to fall so they can buy it cheap. Because you, you can make money shorting stock. So let's wow. say you have a stock that's $15. You want to short yeah. that stock. You want that stock to fall. Right. Because you're making money based on how it's falling. The downside is that there is unlimited risk. So if it moves against you, so you're yeah. shorting a stock that's $15, it's going to $20, it's going to $25, you owe that particular thing. You owe the difference. So you owe that money. That's mm. called short selling and doing it on margin. Mm. So I don't like, so, mm -hmm. you know, when you hear those terms like margin call from trading places yes. where the, the brothers owed $375 million at the end of the, of the trading, they were shorting the stock. They wanted it to fall. Wow. Because they had inside information. They were trying to corner the market. Wow. But it moved against them. So they owed that money. Right. So right. when you're, so that's why when, you know, if you decide to get in into that type of investing, you have to know what you're doing because it can be dangerous. You can lose everything because you're borrowing shares as well from what they call a clearinghouse. So you open up account at Webull, Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, you know, these, all these other investment um, platforms. Um, each one has what they call a clearing firm to where they can essentially borrow shares from that clearing firm. That's what you're doing because you're, you're, not, you're buying in bulk. You're not just buying 100 shares. You're buying 1,500. You're buying 2,000 shares, but you don't have the money right now. So you're borrowing against mm. them. Now you, you have know, to have I'm, what they call a maintenance requirement, which is 33 and a yes. third percent. Yes, I found out a hard. I found out a hard about that Me? maintenance requirement. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll hit you. Found, It'll hit you. I found out hard. Wow. Yeah. So um, let, let me shift you a little bit. Um, sure. You know, when we're talking about, you know, what should we invest in? I've, I've been reading some, you know, like Warren Buffett type of books. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things uh, the author was saying is that Warren Buffett does a lot of research into the company before. Correct. Yes. Correct. Right. And, and so what mm -hmm. is the strategy of doing research into mm -hmm. a company before you invest? Oh, that's you should do that regardless, because you want to look at. You want to look at the net gain of a particular company, and this is all public information. So yes. if you're using uh, TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, whatever platform, all this information is public information. You just have to know where to look within that particular silo. Yes. So there's a few things that you want to look at. You want to look at the net income. You want to look at the stability. How long has the company been there? What are they, you know, what's any type of new products that are coming out or anything that's that they're thinking about? That's all in the news of that particular security. You want to read that. Um, you want to look at the price to earnings ratio. So, you know, stocks earn. So you want to look at what the price was versus what the earnings is. And then you can divide that to see if it's a if it's a at a decent percentage. And this is all public information. Um, you wanna look at management. How long has management been there? CEO, the CFO, mm -hmm. how long have they been there? Um, you also wanna look at if it pays a dividend. That's important. Dividends is, you know, that's like, um, 
uh, what do we pay allowance? So that's, you know, when we give our kids allowances, the dividend is an allowance based on the performance of the stock. So you have, you know, your cash dividend, or you can uh, reinvest it into the, to buy existing shares. These are the type of things that you want to look at before, you know, buying a particular stock. And then also, a lot of people get into stocks that they know about, that they're comfortable with, um, that you like. So if you, I'm just throwing like, if you like Louis Vuitton, if you like that type of, you know, you want to buy what you like. So you can yes. own it. You become an owner. Okay. Yeah. You you can decide yes. on what's you know. Say the, that again. <laughs> yeah. You're an owner. You buy stock, yeah. you are an owner of that particular com company, regardless right. of how and many you shares get to vote. You, you get to vote. Exactly. You'll get the, the proxies in the mail. You vote on what you want. Yeah, so there's different avenues with um, you know, the, looking at different companies and what you want to invest in. Okay. And and so doing that research, you'll know how to necessarily, you know, buy low or buy at its lowest at this point. Um, I mean, these things. And there's a timing aspect. Yeah. So so typically you want to buy a stock between when the market opens to around 11, 1130. That's typically mm -hmm. when you want to buy because that's when it's most liquid. That's when it's moving. Um, you want to avoid. 12 intro we call it intraday so 12 because it's lunchtime 12 to to 1 1 30 um because that's when you have i mentioned the high frequency so the high frequency traders typically do their trading around that particular time mm -hmm. so you you don't want to buy then um you know and then obviously near the end of the day if you if you see the price um you know going up okay i'm gonna hold on to this this is all right yeah. now there are there's trading called day trading to where you buy and sell within the same day. Um, those are pattern day traders. You have to be approved for that. You have to know what you're doing because mm -hmm. you can lose everything with that as well. Um, and that's where people that do this full time, that's what they do. They're day traders. They buy and sell on margin all day. Wait a minute. Let's all get day. back to the you have to be approved for this. So you can't just get on TD. Oh, no. And oh, no, 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 no. Just start no, you trading gotta be approved. Buying. Nope. Nope. How, how nope. do they know? I mean, is, is it? Oh, like it's based on. Yeah. So you have to answer a few questions. It's based on um, your income. Okay. It's based on your how long you've been investing. Now, these number that it's, it's based on what you put in the system. So let's say you're brand new, but you want to be a day trader. You know, you would basically put in information that's that you think that they can approve you on. Oh, I'm 15 years experience. You know, I have, you know, 300,000, you know, in the bank that I can trade with and all that. But that's not that's not true. But you're you're putting that in there, but they're doing that in the event that if you lose everything, you can't sue them. You told us that you're a good investor. You told us wow. that you had X amount in capital. Now, with margin accounts, you you have to prove, you have to show that you have X amount in your account, in your actual you know brokerage account, right. in order to get margin. But yeah, your day traders, yeah, you can just basically you put whatever information you put into the system, they can approve you for you know if you want to get in options, option level one, option level two. 
Um, but we'll talk about options at a, at a later date. This is all investing 101. 101. That's yeah, right. options, is, it's, to, it's a different animal. That's <laughs> where you make real money. Wow. Options. All the people that did the AMC and the, yeah. and the GameStop, they were buying options. They were buying calls, covered calls. But we'll get into that at a later okay. date. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not going to be too long. We just want to yes. give people the basics of what to start with, how yep. to research. Uh, mm -hmm. What should you look into? So give us a little bit more about the research process. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we hear of different companies, how how long they've been. Um, mm -hmm. Do you do you ever randomly just like see something in the store and be like, huh, I wonder what that stock is like? You know, how, how does that inspiration come about? Yeah. So you see something. Let's say you see. I don't know. You, I'm just using it as an example. You see Coca-Cola or, or, or a product, a Coca-Cola product. Like, hmm, yeah. I can own that particular, I can own, a, be a shareholder of this company. So let me do my due diligence. Let me go on where I have my accounts yeah. and read the commentary. Look at what the recommendations are. So there in the research, you have analyst rec recommendations. Mm. So it's based off of all types of information that's that's within, you know, your, your confine. And they can say strong buy. They can say strong sell. So you want to look at that information as well to make a educated, you know, um, okay. you know, inf you know, guess on that. No, that's but powerful. That's this, powerful. Yeah. Right yeah. You'll see it. You'll see strong buy. You'll see strong sell. You'll see, um, you know, hold, hold this, hold this particular stock. Wow. Now, you don't okay. have to go with the advice. You sure. can go against the grain. It's all it all depends on what you want to do. But it's great um, to know that there is public knowledge of oh yeah oh you yeah know, a recommendation or not correct yep and it's all it's all public knowledge it's on every single platform that you get into you'll see it when you click on info of that particular security and you'll read the commentary you'll see historically how the actual stock is doing like how many uh, how much volume is is being moved you want to look at the volume you want to yeah. look at the market capitalization. You want to look at all that information to make, you know, the best, um, you know, answer possible for you and, you know, for your family and everything like that. Um, that's, you know, that's what I do. You know, I, I unfortunately can't give advice, you know, you know, based on, you know, what I do for a living because um, it's a conflict of interest. But, you know, yeah, there's so many tools out there that, that people. Yeah, can use. yeah, no, I we, mean, so and, many tools. And, and let me tell you, we don't even need any inside. We just need to know yes. what we're looking at because, you know, when you're starting out and you're starting investing, you know, little by little, uh, mm -hmm. you want to hear that information. What time to start trading? What time to look yes. at? What how to mm -hmm. research? Um, how do they do it? You know, mm -hmm. and, and and a lot of people don't know the basics. Yeah. So, for yeah. a lot of people, this is great information. So, mm -hmm. you know, this is where we'll, you know, uh, hold it here. But okay. um, is there a way if if people had questions, uh, can you be oh, a yeah. coach to somebody or not necessarily telling them what to do, but how to Absolutely. Do Absolutely. Right. Yeah, how I can. can yeah, I get in touch with you. Um, you can uh, what's your give email me, or. Yeah, my email is Patton. P-A-T-T-O-N 8961 at gmail.com. All right. All right. Here we go. Is this it? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. everybody, 
Uh, if you're listening, and and if you are listening through our um, our iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, Podbean, anywhere you're listening, we'll make sure that this email is in the description. So you can check the description, and this email will be here. One, thank everybody for tuning in to the Anchored mm-hmm. Voice podcast helping men to anchor life we'll definitely have you back bro because we of need course. more of this knowledge we need more of this yeah, we'll get into cryptos and in, in, in the next one yes um, well yeah listen listen well before you go <laughs> before you go mm-hmm. is bitcoin a good thing to look into it is a good thing to look into the the downside of any type of cryptocurrency is that it's not regulated mm. so you can lose everything with crypto. I mean everything because it's not regulated. It's it's based on digital currency. But you can use, you know, to buy online and all that stuff, but it's it's digital currency. There's nothing backing it. Wow. Um okay. Now you can buy portions cuz Bitcoin right now is at what 65,000 a coin. Um Bitcoin was founded what back in 2010. So yeah. let's say you got in you invested early in Bitcoin You'll be a millionaire right now. Yeah, and, and I'm mad at myself. And you can buy portions. You can I buy portions told, of Bitcoin. I was mm-hmm. told in like at least 2013, mm-hmm. invest in Bitcoin. Yeah. you know, when you don't know something, when you don't you know, know. That's why we're trying to educate mm-hmm. people. So we'll exactly. get more into, you know, the cryptocurrency. We'll, we'll get back to that another time. Yeah. Uh, thank you, my brother. Thank you so no, much. Thank man. you. Thank you. Salute. And yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody this is the anchored voice helping men to anchor life. We'd love for you to uh, smash subscribe on the button there. We'd love for you to subscribe to our channel. We'd love for you to follow us um, on uh, Instagram. We are McGuire ENTV. McGuire ENTV. Uh, please subscribe to our channel. Share this video with anybody you feel uh, will benefit. We want to make impact in the lives. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to podcast, uh, a podcast helping men to anchor life. Thank you, my brother Danny Patton. What's up? What's up? All right. right. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. For audio, listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.